Oh, How was therapy Thursdays? Did you have it today? No, 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 no. I'm only doing. I'm gonna send. Um, I'm only doing it bi-monthly. Okay. Um, I thought about doing it, but no, I I thought about it, and with everything that I have to do, I I can't commit to once a month. Okay. Um, it's a lot because a it's a it takes a lot out of you. Um, Friday after that, I was yeah um resting but it took the whole weekend just to get myself together mm. um so talking with the other girls we just decided to do it bi-monthly okay. um, so I am gonna send an email out about it uh just so people are aware but kind of just want to do it whenever um you know God says yeah and not be tied down to just monthly because I feel like when you sometimes when you do things monthly it grows old very, very true. Very true. Yeah. And it's just like when you when you do it, when you, you do, like you say, when you give it enough time that people anticipate it, they get hungry for it and they want to be exactly. a part of it. Exactly. exactly. So my thing is like, it's kind of a way you want them to hunger for it. Exactly. And when they hunger for it, then they'll be um, exactly. more susceptible to share because exactly. they have a lot you know, yeah. and that's going on or at that particular moment, it might take things to lead up to that. Exactly. So then when it's time for them to speak, they'll be like, oh, I was going to do this, 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 and this, right. and not recognize it's, it's what's necessary because it's therapeutic at that time. Exactly. So yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, exactly. You know, I so- agree. I told my, I told my daughter about it. I was like, the next time we have the next one, I'm going to send you a thing so you can sign up for it. Yeah. Um, Because I think it would be very helpful for you too. I said, you know, it's trying to get into a place of, you know, you just want people to get to a place of being free. Um. And I just think in freedom, you know, you you have that safe haven, but you also have that place where you can be vulnerable and transparent. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And I just think that once you people start to see it, even if they're quiet the first time, even if they're quiet, they just watching mm-hmm. and they feel and then you can feel this type of sense of, OK, I have comfort. I know these women are not going to go back and talk about anything right. because it's confidential. And it's this and other but I can be myself and I can share because I hear other people sharing and then you learn from somebody else's story and then you recognize well hey I'm not the only person that's going through this or who has been through this so you know you might have a different mentality because of how you came up or what you've been through because of what you know so it's it's really important where I'm trying to get them to a place of don't be ashamed of what you've done Mm -hmm. or where you've been or the mistakes or the choices that you made um, or, you know, what you did in five minutes ago, the point of the matter is that you, uh, you're accountable for it, you're responsible for it, you own it up to it, but okay, now you've also made a decision to do something about it. Right. And that's what it's more so about. And, you know, nothing else but that, and you can identify it, you can relate to, you, you know, recognize what it is. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. So it's like, you know, when an enemy tries to keep you quiet, it's a tactic. Right. And you're keep you suppressed. That's you right. know what I mean? Um, to keep you in a place where, of oppression. And it's just like, okay, no, I can't be oppressed anymore. So my thing is like, I have to speak. I can't be quiet about it. I have to talk about it. I have to share. But as long as I'm quiet, I'm going to keep suffering in silence. Um, my my, my mental is going to run a million different ways and a million different miles. I'm going to make up all kinds of stories in my head and all different kinds of scenarios. You know, um, when you don't recognize it, then my thing is next to, you know, you're drawn to doing other things that you normally wouldn't do to get to, you know what I'm saying, to get to that place that you need to. And it's just like, you know, the, the I, I, for me, myself, I can't tell about anybody else. I've tried a lot of, a lot of different worldly vices and there's no great, there's no greater vice than Jesus. I, I can't, 
And I and I'm you know, and I'm a living testimony for that because I know what it is to have tried this and have tried that to overcome this and you know be be free of that and to to not deal with this and to you know deal with my pain. But it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't those vices don't help you. They don't get you healed. Right. They don't get you delivered. Now I think it's like you know, but you know when you know when you sit there and you can be therapeutic and you can talk and you can share you know, with the right person and they're giving you the right feedback and they're helping you recognize and realize it and then helping you get to a place of apologizing, forgiving yourself and understanding, you know, like, okay, at this particular time, you only did the best you had because this is what your life was and you didn't know no other way. So it's like, when you get to see those things, you build and recognize that. So it's like, even with, you know, you have the therapeutic and then you have Jesus and Jesus is constantly therapeutic. He's a daily, he's a daily, he's a daily therapy. Their daily therapy. Yeah, yeah, he's a daily ther therapy. And some people are like, how was Jesus a therapy? Because he's healing my pain. He's, you know what I'm saying? He's, he's taking away my anger. He's helping me deal with the anger issues that I thought, you know, things that I've kept bottled up that I, I didn't recognize that was still inside of me. He's, he's digging and getting to the root. You know what I mean? So, to, to, and not not because he wants to hurt me, not because he wants to make my pain worse, not, not because he wants me to, you know, be stuck in trauma. He wants me to be free from the trauma. He wants me to be healed from it. He wants me to open up and, and no longer be silent because the enemy wants me to be quiet and stay in it where God wants me to speak and be free and recognize and realize, you know what I'm saying? It could have been far worse. So, you know, understanding for different things like, okay, I went through all these different facets of life because I'm going to meet people from different all walks of life. You know, and only I, you know, and at that particular time, you know, they, you, somebody be like, oh my gosh, she's been through so much. Yeah, I've been through different, I've been through so much because I'm going to meet m many people who, you know what I'm saying, who need what I have or to know that, okay, I've been through that, but I'm still smiling. You know, I, I'm healed from that. So, you know, you use that, that daily therapy of Jesus. Yeah. That helps you, you know, keep your mind transformed and renewed and helps you, you know, re recognize well that behold, old things do pass away and all things become anew. You know, so it's, it's, it's those things that you gravitate to and you gravitate to the fact that he's the vine. You know, you are a branch and he wants us to bear fruit. He don't know. He don't want us to be dead vines that wither. You know, he don't want us to be dead branches that wither and die. He wants us to bear fruit. He, so that means that means that means he wants us to live and he wants us to bear life. And not only bear it, but share it. You know what I mean? Because it's just like when you buy fruit, what do you do? You eat of it. You partake of it. You get the nutrients from it. You know what I mean? You get the natural sugars. You get the things that, you know, because it's healthier for you. So my thing is like, so, but, but it's helping you in that particular way. So that's what it is. Like, okay, so God wants you to eat of, of what of, of what's of him. Bear that, you know, take on the nutrients, take on what I have. You know, I want to feed you. And, and but give you what you need. I want to feed you healthy wise. And that's what it's about. So, you know, it's hard for people to, to really get to that place to, under, to understand that's what it is. And that's what it is for you. You, you know, you're worthy to be a, a fruit bearer. Yeah, that's why I, I said it was, you know, it wasn't going to be recorded because I wanted people to be their authentic selves. Um, and I also didn't really put what what we were doing because I didn't want people to have time to prepare you know, yes. to prepare a story, to prepare, you know, whatever it is, I, I yeah. wanted you to come and just give up what you had at that moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And be That's true cool. to what it was, you know what I mean? Because we have to be, we got to be honest. And if we can't be honest with ourselves and who we are and what we're looking for and you know what I mean? What we're passionate about and what we like to do. If, we're, if we don't know who we are, we can't help anybody else. We can't be there for anybody else, not fully, because we're only being a facade or a, a, um, 
an expectation of what we think people want. And that's how sometimes we show up instead of showing up as, as who we are. You know, um, I was talking with some people at my job today and I, you could tell that they're not used to people being authentic and real. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, this is me. Like, no matter what, you know what I mean? Stress comes with a job, challenges come with a job, but all I do is breathe and pray and it really gets me through. And that's it. You know, I, I put that out there such for somebody a big help. else. And yeah. You taught me that. Breathing is very, very important. Sometimes you just got to take a deep breath and be like, Jesus. And that right there be enough. That'd be enough. Just, the, you know what I'm saying? And then that deep breath, it says a lot. You know what I mean? That deep breath helps you to release some things. Let, let's exhale the bad. You know what I'm saying? Let's exhale the worry. Let's exhale the stress. Let's exhale. You know what I'm saying? Let's take in the power. Let's take in the right. authority, but let's exhale, you know, the heaviness. Let's exhale the defeat. Let's ex- and that's what it's about. So that's why I look at the breathing tactic for myself. I'm inhaling the positive. Yes. I'm inhaling what's good. I mean, yes. I'm inhaling the power and the authority and the strength and the remembrance. I'm inhaling those things. I'm, yeah. I'm inhaling my healing and my deliverance. But as I'm, as I'm exhaling, I'm exhaling the heaviness, Everything. the depression, yes. the, um, the worryation, you know what I'm saying? The um, anxiety, the st- all those different things that don't belong to me that's trying to form on me to try to make me believe the opposite or put me in a place I'm not supposed to be. So that's how I look. And when I'm breathing, it's just like, you know, I'm taking in the good and I'm letting out what's bad. And that's how you got to see it. People just, people just look at breathing as, okay, I'm breathing. Right. Nah, look at no. what you're doing. Yeah, you got to be you intentional. Look at it in a different way. Yeah. Recognize what you're doing. Yeah. What are you intaking? What are you exhaling for? What are you letting out? What are you letting go of? That's right. That's so right. breathing, breathing is very, very big. It's very, and, and like, but you really helped me with that because mm-hmm. I never really thought about it like that. You know, I'm like, yeah, right. I take a deep breath, <sighs> you know, and they're like, okay, I still feel the same, but no. I recognize and realize, no, let me, let me make it, uh, uh, let me make it personal. And let me make it some type of exercise that works for me. And that's what I did. So I took the time, just like when I take time to pray or when I take time to read, I took time to really pray because I, I was taking time with God because I, I wanted him to do something to, you know, to make a move in that. So it's just like with anything we do, you know, we just got to make sure we take time and recognize it and making a personal thing for you, but to help you get better, to feel better, to help you, you know, to get what you need. And, and breathing does do that for you. It even makes you think differently because you like you after you breathe, you're like, OK, last, now I see it for what it really is. It really wasn't that. Yes. OK, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm calm. Yes. I'm not, I'm not going to forget about it because it, it wasn't even like that. I took it the wrong way. I was being offense, you know, offended when I didn't need to be, or I was caught up in my feelings, Right. but let me, I'm glad I took a deep breath because if I didn't take a deep breath in that moment, I might've said something. Right. So sometimes that deep breath will stop you and maybe like, hold up, pause, breathe. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, mm-hmm. okay, Holy Spirit, whew, you got this. You know what I mean? And then it, but it also, it, it's so it's, it's good on so many different levels and people don't recognize it. But, you know, we take so much for granted. We only see this. Okay, I'm breathing. Right. Right. Every time you tell me to breathe, I just get anxious. Yeah, that's because mm-hmm. you're not being intentional with your breath. You're that's it. Like, I'm breathing, I'm breathing, but you're not being intentional. Because challenges yeah. come. Even when people really are being mean and nasty towards you, you don't have to respond back in the nope. same manner. Take a breath. Yeah, deep breath. And release. And realize yes. that their issue is not your issue. The reason why they're coming against you probably has nothing to do with nope. you, but you just became that punching bag for the day. And yeah. it's how you handle it. You can kill them with kindness or you can um, fall right into their misery. I choose to kill every single person with kindness. Every yeah. single situation, 
everything with kindness. And I always, always make sure I breathe because that, yes. that's what centers me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially when someone is coming at me all at my neck wrong. If I take nice, deep breaths, I can then see that, yeah, you're going through something. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to let you live today. Yeah. What? You yeah. better say that. <laughs> I'm going to let you live today. And the next time you approach me, because of how calm I was, you're going to not approach me in that manner because you're going to think there's something wrong with me because I am mm -hmm. a little crazy, but I'm crazy <laughs> for Jesus and I'm crazy for my peace. So That's one thing it. you won't destroy is my peace with your chaos. But the That's next right. time you come around, you will be peaceful, not chaotic because you That's know right. you can't pull me in. Because they know they form. can't come at you in that particular way. Exactly. Exactly. So it's either going to scare them or realize like, okay, wait a minute. She handled that differently. Maybe I should handle it differently. Maybe I need to do what she's doing. I'm going to ask her what she's doing, but I got to make sure when I come at her because I came at her nasty, I, maybe I have to come to her and apologize. And, uh, you know, I apologize for coming at you nasty. I was having a bad day, but I saw how you handled the situation. And I thank you because I was really having a bad day and I took it out on everybody. But I need to know, how did you remain stable? How did you remain calm in the mix of me coming at you because anybody else would have came right back at me and gave me back you know said the same thing or at a whole higher level than me and it would have been a whole crazy altercation you know what i mean crazy argument but how did you do that so right. it's like you can in your breathing sometimes you're teaching somebody something to too at the same time because i'm telling you that one day at work when it was oh i'm telling you I, my legs were shaking i, I was like and ladies like you want to talk about it? i said no what i'm gonna do not what I want to do, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to pray. That's right. I took a deep breath. I, I put my head down I, and I just started praying, but I felt so much better afterwards. And it's just like, it's, and it's in that time too, in that moment when you take that deep breath, you can hear the Holy Spirit. Yes, you can. The Holy Spirit be like, don't say nothing. Yes, or the Holy Spirit be like, listen. That's the truth. And it's just like, okay, I'm glad I took that breath because if I wouldn't have, you know what I mean? And it's just like, even in that moment of anger, I heard the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And so it was necessary for me to breathe. Amen. So you, That's you, right. you got to look at it that way. You got to look at it that way. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm going to show you how, you know, like, you know, people like, oh, you ain't really a Christian because da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. I'm going to show you how a real Christian is. Yes. Sometimes we can get a little frustrated and angry. Sometimes we got to keep constantly coming at us because we don't want to be nobody's footstool. But the reality is I'm still going to show you love and kindness the way I'm supposed to. But at the same time, I can also show you love and kindness and correct you. That's right. In your wrongness That's and right. let you know, no, no, no that's not acceptable. You cannot talk to me in that particular manner or that way. I will not accept it. I will not respond to you. I will ignore you. That's right. Now, if you want to talk to me the right way, lose the anger, use your words, and let's talk. Don't talk at me. Talk to me. That's right. There's a difference. That's so right. my thing is, and then, when, and then you're talking to me, I'm going to listen to you and I'm going to hear you and then you can hear the truth. But if you're talking at me and you hollering at me, we're not going to get nowhere. That's right. Because I don't want to hear that. I'm not, and I'm not going to receive it. Because like you said, you're not going to come in here all chaotic, mm -hmm. like a crazy tornado whirlwind mm -hmm. and expect me to be like, okay, I'm going to embrace that. I'm not embracing a tornado. Uh -uh. That's foolish. Why would I hurt myself? Right. Right. Why would I purposely injure myself? That's right. No, I'm not going to injure myself. I'm going to avoid the tornado. That's right. And I'm going to, how about I'm just going to rebuke it in love? Right. That's it. That's and it. That, I'm a but, in love. but that's what killing them in kindness is, is rebuking exactly. them in love because yes. one, I'm, I'm never going to go there. You know what I mean? Nope. And that's what people don't realize. It doesn't matter how much you push me, how much you 
you know, backstab, talk about me. All I'm never going to go there with you ever. Mm-hmm. Because again, my piece is worth more than even, even attempting to go yeah. there with you. I've learned yeah. that over time. It's just not worth it. It's Absolutely. never worth it. Um, and two, I know that like when you were saying, oh, you know, um, I would come back and be like, Hey, you know, or someone will come back and be like, Oh, you know, I was, yeah, I was going through something and I apologize, but you just did it. That's a healed person. Or that's a person who is wanting to heal because most people won't do that. But what they will do when they come back around me is they'll come less chaotic. Yes. Hey, they'll approach me more respectful because I wasn't pulled into their chaos. So I'm not like most people. And that's one Mm -hmm. thing I pride myself on. I'm not like most people do what you and I'm want okay with that and I'm okay with that do what you want to me within means that doesn't mean like I said I'll flip tables <laughs> that one today but nine times out of ten whatever you do to me I don't care yeah you understand what I'm saying yeah. because that's your issue and I've gotten to that point in my life where I realized that's your issue and that's my issue if I come out somebody incorrect that's my issue that's yeah. not theirs and I got to look Absolutely. at myself to see why I came at them in that manner, because everything can be solved. There's a solution to everything. Absolutely. And my thing is, I'm not going to pick up your issue and make it my issue there. I won't you know what I mean, I'm not going to adopt your issue. I'm not going to, you know, um, mimic your issue. Right. I'm not going to do that. What I'm going to do is I'm going to rebuke it in love. Right. And then we're going to, you know, if you're able to use your words, we're going to discuss it. But what I'm not going to do is have you pull me out of character. Right. You know what I mean? The more you spend time with God and the more you get close, you get close to him, the less people can pull you out of your character. Because I'm not going to lie. It was in the beginning. It was very easy to snatch me back. I, who are you talking? Right. Hold on. Hold on. Who do you think you're talking to? Right. And now it's just like, okay, God, show me what this is about. Yes. You know, what you, what you want me to get out of this? Yes. What you want me to say in this? What you want me to learn from this? What you want me to teach in this moment? But I'm gonna need you to tell me exactly what it is yes. and then and, and show me how to handle this because yes. I don't want to ever do anything of myself. That's and right. now I look at people more so as, you know, at the end of the day, you're a soul that's lost. Yeah. Yeah. You're a soul it. that's hurt. You're a that's soul it. that's broken. You're a soul that's devastated. You're a soul that's traumatized. You're a soul that's lonely. You're a soul that feels alone. You're a soul yep. that's confused. Yep. So my thing is at the end of the day, you are a soul. Yes. Yeah. And my job is to help win souls, not lose them. Mm-hmm. So if I need to win you and bring yeah. you to the winning side, there you go. that means I need to operate genuinely in love and not do like the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I can't do what I've always done. I got to right. do what God wants me to do and how he wants me to do it. So that means that when you get to that place of being an obedient servant, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's, it's, listen, do it. This walk is not easy. Answering the call is not easy. You know, being the forerunner is not easy. You know, which is, you know, people don't know what the forerunner is being that example. I got to be the example. I got to be the teacher for somebody. So I got to go through it before you go through it so I can help you through. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, but it's not an easy task. No, it's, it's never easy. But you know what, God, your, your will is going to be done in this, but I'm going to trust you in it. Yeah. And that's what it's about when, when you get into that, to, to, to build a relationship with anybody, mm-hmm. you, you, you want trust. So to build a relationship with God, there's trust. He got to get us to trust him. 
but and first then, you gotta trust yourself. Yeah, but my thing is like, but before I can trust myself, I trust God. And when I can trust God, then I can trust the God in me. Yeah. I can true. recognize it's in me. That's you know, it's connected to me. So I'm trusting you. I'm opening to you. And as I'm opening to you, you're you're I'm opening to you. So you come in here. Right. So you can come in here and you can do something and you can make me different. And then now I'm trusting you to do what you said. Right, right. Now, not only am I trusting you, I'm trusting, I'm trusting you, but I'm trusting you in me to yeah. do what you said for me to do. Yeah. I you know. said you equip me. I'm trusting that you equip me to do this. You yeah. said that you get you. This is your idea, God. I'm gonna follow up how you gave it to me. I'm gonna trust it, even if it don't look like it's working right in that moment. I'm gonna still trust it because this is your plan. That's right. This is your uh, the idea. This is what is what is necessary. What is for for me to get to my destiny. Yeah. So my thing is like, you know, it's, it's about building a trust in any relationship and you have to build a relationship of trust with God and, and, and let him in and truly trust him to be who you're supposed to be. Truly trust him in what you're supposed to be doing. Truly trust him to, to, to heal you and make something new in you and of you. And then when he does that, it just takes it to a whole nother level and it, just, it, it, it does something for you. It breaks things off for you. It heals you in such a way and it, and it frees you in such a way. Um, you, don't, you don't know what else to do. You don't know what else to do. You don't know how else to, you can't help but be free. Right, God, you know, you, you did this for me, so I can't help but do this for you. I love her. I love yeah, her. It's like, it's just, you don't want miss like, you don't want miss, but ain't nothing happening. Nope. Just go to sleep. Nope. Exactly. Yeah. Just yeah. go to sleep, stop fighting, and lay down. Nope. Yeah. I'm gonna lay down when you lay down. <laughs> yeah. But that's what I, exactly. And then when when I lay down, try to put her to sleep, that I fall asleep and can't get yeah. nothing done. Mm-hmm. It's a mess. But that's why God gave me Therapeutic Thursdays. You know, for the leaders because you guys need we as leaders need somewhere to go to release. Yes. We can't always go to our, our bosses, or our corporations, or people we work with, or minister with, and all that other stuff. We can't always do that because they don't, they, they won't understand. They don't see it. They got their own no. issues within the, you know, the organization. But to be able to, to have a uh, self-care cafe where you can just come and, you know, partake and glean, but also release mm-hmm. so that you can go out and serve yeah, and be yeah. a better person. Yeah. And people need to understand self-care is not just facials, exercise, mani-pedis, massages. Self-care is getting your mental right. Yeah. Self-care is just taking a day off to lay and do nothing. Lay like broccoli. You know what I mean? Self-care is just, just taking the time to read a book. Yeah. You know, just like taking some time just to have you so you can have some peace and you can take a take a walk get some quiet time get some alone time get some thinking time get some prayer time and get some one-on-one time one-on-one time with you and god you know self-care is just it's it's everything it's 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 a well-rounded thing it's about your spiritual it's about your mental it's about your physical that's what self-care is about and you know and 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 it's very like you said it's very therapeutic so people need to understand because we're like oh we're gonna have self-care so we're gonna do facials uh no we're going to talk about some things, some heavy things. That's we're right. We're going to talk about some things that 
that you that she might be battling today. That's right. You know, and my thing is just because you're a leader, that don't mean you're not battling something. Right. Just because you're a leader doesn't mean you don't come up against something. You know, it, it was just like, you know, it's just because you're a leader doesn't mean like the enemy don't try to still mess with your mindset and plant a seed and put a lie in you to make you believe something different because he want to throw you off your mission. That's the truth. You know what I mean? It, it's, it doesn't mean like you like we're exempt. It, it means that, okay, I'm going to get attacked, but at the same time, I'm still going to put into practice what I know. So I don't but get I stuck know. in attack. So That's I can right. see the attack and I can counter counter the attack or, you know, I could see it for what it is. And I recognize, okay, I'm going to cry out because right. I'm going to need some help on this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not going to suffer. And self-care is like not suffering in silence, reaching yes. out and asking for help. That's yes. also self-care. You love yourself enough to call on for help. That's right. Not thinking you can do everything uh, by yourself. And you're it only not has superwoman, to be... you're not Superman and it's yeah. okay. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't, <laughs> I don't mind. I'm a self-starter and I love to work by myself, but there are times where you need to work together as a team because you can't mm-hmm. answer your own questions. Especially yeah. if your question is something you need, you need your team to lean on because they know something you don't know. Yeah. And it's okay to ask for somebody else's opinion, somebody else's outlook, you know, you know, get somebody else's point of view from, you know, see it from a different point of view of what it is. And then then you, and then when you explain it, they're like, no, I don't even see it like that. Right. But that's why even going on is this, this, and this, and this, you're like, oh, wow. Thank you for your input that like, you gave me some insight. I appreciate that. Yeah. Or thank you. Like I, you know, I needed that. Or, you know, you know, it's, it's more than just prayer. Sometimes, you know, it's, it's conversation is this and the other, but it's, it's a different point of view, another way to look at things. Right. You know, cause sometimes you're like, well, why am I being attacked all the time? Well, what have you been doing? Right. Right. I've and been it, praying more. I've been talking more. I've been right. sharing more. Da, da, da. So of course you're going to get attacked more. Right. But it also comes down to knowing that like, you know, when I said, okay, well, we have this person and this person on here. If you guys want to connect, let me know. Not being afraid to let other people connect with other people because they may they may hear you say it and they may have heard you say it many, 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 many years. But it could have been that new person that they heard say it and it it hit them differently and it changed their life. So you you might want to be able to talk to that person because they might have a different perspective exactly. or a different spin on it or a different yeah. way of saying it to help you. Yeah. And we have to be okay with allowing other wise individuals to pour into us yes and to help us grow you know what i mean so that we can then be better for the people who are coming up behind us Mm -hmm. because as leaders we don't stop growing we got to grow too and and you can't be afraid to share people with other people that's what i'm saying like you're like you know how to you you belong (laughs) just to me you belong just to me that's exactly what you're saying like you belong just to me like no, I don't belong just to you. Right. Like my thing is like I connected with you. God have us connected, but there's also other opportunities and other connections that you need to make to get to the place where you want. I just was the starting piece, but yes. there's other pieces. There's other there's other connectors. You know what I mean? That you need to connect with to get to that other place because they have they have other things. Yes. But some people like they want to connect with you and they don't. They want to hog you and hold you all to hold you hostage to themselves. No, you're mine, 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 mine. No, listen, yeah. I don't belong to anybody. Yeah. I belong to God. That's right. You know what I'm saying? That's who I belong to. That's right. So my, these connections are made by God. 
That's right. You know what I'm saying? So it's necessary for me to connect. You can't just keep me, and you know what I'm saying, like in a box. You just can't keep me in this one place when you know God, his intentions for me is to grow and yes. to spread out. When they do that, that's when you die. Yes, exactly. Let me yeah. put this living thing in a box on the shelf and only pull it out when I need it to do this particular task. That mm-hmm. thing will then die. That thing yes. will not grow. That thing will become stagnant. That thing will become moldy. You understand what I'm saying? You have to be able to let people and things operate according to how they're supposed to operate, not how you want them to operate. Yeah. You just, and you just, listen, I look at it like this. If God uses me and somebody connects with me and after we connect them and I give them whatever it is that I'm supposed to give them and they give me whatever they're supposed to give me. And then God was like, okay, now they got to move on. Okay, God, it was a nice opportunity. I thank you for it. And I'm, I'm happy to see them go to another level. Exactly. I'm thankful that I got, that you allowed me to use me as a vessel to pour in somebody. So thank that to God be the glory. And not only did you allow me to use it, but they accepted it and received Except, it. Yeah. And, and it's helping them get to get, get closer to their destiny. Yes. I just, I, that's, I, I feel great about that. I'm happy for them. That's right. That's right. Not, oh, I helped them. So they supposed, they belong to me. They got to stay here with me. That's not what God told you. He ain't never tell you they're supposed to stay forever, ever. I said, <laughs> I'm going to need you at this particular season of their life to be that connector. Yeah. And then afterwards, I'm going to need you to take them to different places. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the case may be, so they can make other connections. And I need you to be okay with that. Right. 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 I'm with it, sis. I learned from many different sources, many different people, you know, and if I just stayed with learning from the same people, I would, I wouldn't have grown. I wouldn't exactly. have. Yeah. They're going to keep teaching the same thing over and over again. They don't have nothing else to teach you. Right. Right. You at you at this particular level. You're like, okay. This is just like, okay, you're teaching me something, but you only teach me at a level of, of high school. Right. So you have your high school diploma. I'm not saying that you're not educated, but my thing is like now I'm trying to get to the college level. So I need somebody to take me to the next level. I appreciate the level that you brought me to, but now I have to connect with somebody else to get me through my college years. You know what I'm saying? Not that I don't appreciate you, but you don't understand this particular part because you haven't been there. Right. You you stopped at the 12th grade. Right. Right. And I I respect you. Don't think I, I don't, I don't respect the fact that you went that far. Right. That's where you are, but you are used greatly from kindergarten to 12th grade. You do, you do an amazing work. You pour great things. You're an amazing teacher that you know things from kindergarten to 12th grade. So my thing is, God bless you. And I thank you for those years. But now it's time for me to go into my college years and I got to connect with those professors. Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's about. I just got to connect with somebody else on a different level who's going to help my, help my spiritual intellect. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's not, and it's nothing toward you. It's nothing towards you. I'm not leaving you. I'm not leaving you behind. I'm taking what you gave me and I'm adding to it. It's increasing me to go to an even higher level. Right. Not because I think I'm better than you. Not because I just want to supersede you, but because this is what God ordained for my life. Ah, but and listen to the he, word. He ordained you from kindergarten to 12th grade. Yeah, and listen. that's okay. Now, if God wants you to learn more, he'll let you give you that freedom to go further. Right. But listen to the but word. If not, said. let me right. go further and right. be okay with that. Yeah. You said supersede. And that's, that's the reason why people don't want to share you with other people is because they don't want you to surpass them. Yes, exactly. 
They don't exactly. want you to surpass them. They don't want you to grow faster than they want you to grow. That, that, that and God might be like, I'm about to put super growth on her. Right. You, you know what I mean? He, he, and he might, you know what I mean? So I, that's I'm right. The X that you, so fertilizer. You yes. You know, you started off as a seed and you just grew up in a, to a tree overnight. Right. Because that's what he, that's, that's he, because he put it suddenly on my life. That's right. He put that's an immediate right. rush on my life. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But if he, if it's times and, and but, it, but in that, that time that he did it quickly, it still was a process that he did something. He just did it in a quicker time. Whereas somebody else, he might need a little bit more time for them to grow and be nourished and to be this and the other. They're still going to get to that same place, just not at the same pace. And it also and they got to be okay with that. Right. And it also comes down to how prepared we are as well, too. Mm-hmm. How prepared are we? Are we prepared yeah. for this moment? Are you prepared yeah. for this opportunity? Because God's not going to give you something that you're going to fumble. Yeah. And also, it's like, are you, are you willing to grow or are you willing to stunt your growth? Mm. And most of us stun our growth. Yeah. I used to stunt my growth. I can yeah. be honest about that. Yeah, but true. now I'm at a place like, Lord, let me shoot up skyrocket. Let me, make me as tall as a beanstalk. Do what you got to do. Like, you understand what I'm saying? But before I used to stunt, stunt my growth, like, you know what? I'm okay just being this little peapod right here. I'm good. Right. And now it's like, no, I want I don't want to be a peapod. I don't want to be a bean. I want to be the beanstalk. That's right. That's right. But, th- but that's because I spent time with God and I've yeah. gotten to appreciate him and I've gotten to fall in love with him and I've gotten to really, really be in a different place and understand who he is in me and what he has for my life. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, okay, God, I, I don't want to stunt my growth any longer. I want to grow. Yeah. So, you know, however you want to do, grow me, stretch grow me, me, you know, yeah. you know, and, but in, in the beginning it was like, I don't want to bend. Right. I don't want to be beaten. I don't want to be pressed. I don't want, you know, I don't, I don't want to be the olive. Right. <laughs> I just don't. Right. right. Now I'm like, God, allow me to be the olive so yes. the oil can flow. The oil can flow. Yes. That's the truth. That's the truth. That's good stuff. I mean, I think, I think it's just, that's the way the world is is everyone compartmentalizes everything. Everyone has gotten to the point of where this is my group of friends. This is my, you know, that whole no new friends movement came out. Mm -hmm. And it's like, wait, why? Because some of my Mm -hmm. old friends are toxic. So why wouldn't I want to make new, healthier friends? Why wouldn't at each level I want to add to my arsenal? I want to add to my repertoire. I want to add to my friendship circle. Because like you said, you... You may have, been, you know what I mean? You may have been useful, you know, K through 12, but now I need that, that college education. Yeah. And I need someone who is above that so that they can pull me up. Yes. yes. So that, that, so that I can t- continue to stretch and continue to grow. You yeah. know what I mean? It's natural. You know, my skills are not, na- oh, I'm sorry, honey. My skills are natural and transferable, but I want to grow too. I want to grow my knowledge base. I want to grow, you know, I want to grow myself. I want to grow into who I'm supposed to be. Exactly. Because if I stay stay here, all you're going to keep teaching me is K through 12. Lesson. It doesn't become repetitive. So like now it's like, oh God, you're teaching me the same thing. It's teaching me the same thing. Teaching me the same thing. Teaching me the same thing. Now it becomes dry. Now you're hungry. Because you thought you need more. Yeah. So my thing is like, okay, when you hungry, God, I, that means you got to go someplace and you got to go eat someplace else because yeah. this is not enough. I need oh, more. No. I need more. I'm, I'm eating the same meal over and over and over again. It's, and I'm learning the same thing. I'm not learning anything new. So my thing is like, so is, is that what we, and sometimes that end up when you do that to people that puts a cap 
on, you know, where you're supposed to be in your destiny. It puts a cap on your relationship. It puts a cap on your praise. It puts a cap on your worship because you stop and you stay right here. And God was like, no, nah, I want your worship up here. Well, how do I get here, God, when I keep everything that I'm learning stays right here? How do I get past here? God was like, I, I need you to go out and meet more people. He's got to blow and connect. Yeah, he's got to blow that cap off. Yeah, yeah, I need I need you to I need you to to move. I need you to to get past this and let the people know I love you. I appreciate you. I thank you, but I have to I have to go. You know what I mean? And and people really have to recognize like we can't. It's it's not for us to stun anybody's growth. It's not for us to make somebody stagnant. It's not for us to hold someone hostage. That's not what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to help people grow. We're supposed to help somebody get free. We're supposed to show people the way. We're supposed to show you how to become a disciple. We're supposed to help you with the great mission. We're supposed to be honest. We're supposed to be genuine. We're supposed to be loving. We're supposed to be kind. You know what I mean? And it's it's not easy, but if you put it into practice daily, it becomes a habit. It becomes, you start to form a habit. So my thing is you break off the old habits and you pick up the new habits because now you're putting into practice, you know, what God wants and what God has called you to do and what God, you know, what he's saying that we're supposed to be doing and how we're supposed to be. When you put it into practice daily, it, it doesn't become, oh, God got so many rules. I can't do this. I can't do that. Well, no, he just wants you to live a better life. Yeah. Yeah. I he's used not to think... trying to destroy your life. He's not trying to kill your joy. He's yeah. trying to give you joy. Yeah. I used to think that um, in the very early stages, uh, when I came back to God, I was just like, man, this is boring. You know what I mean? Like, can't do this. I can't do that. I can't do this. But it was the way I was looking at it. It's not yeah. that I can't do is I get to do this or I don't feel like this anymore because I'm not doing this you know yes. like it's it's all in the way you think about it but it does take time for you to get to that point and mature to that because in the beginning Christianity and being a disciple of Christ does feel very restrictive but I venture to say that any religion is the same way they have their rules mm -hmm. their policies their procedures their regulations their things yes. that you can and cannot do so yes. It's restrictive in general, even your job. When you first come onto a new job. Everything. Restrictions in your diet, restrictions right. on your job, restrictions. There's restrictions. There's just restrictions. So it's, it's what we choose to be restricted from. Yeah. Now at, at my job, I'm, I'm going to follow and, and, and go with the restrictions because I want my paycheck. Right. Right. So. Right. Because it's tangible. You want, you want, you want that. You want that. So you'll put in the work for that. You'll do. You, you'll follow the rules or guidelines of that because right. you you want something. You because you know you're gonna get something tangible. That's right. That's right. That's right. So, but you don't recognize and realize that what God is doing for you and God is doing something like that is still something that you can feel. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's still it's still something that you can feel. It's still something that you can gravitate to. It's still yeah. something you can hold on to. Yeah. But you have to recognize and realize that and don't look at it as, a, as an invisible thing. Right. It's a thing that happens on the inside of you. It's it's really of a changing of your mindset. Now I listen, I, I had I used to have a broken mind. I, I, I can say that about myself. I was a broken mind because I went through so much damage. I was, you know, it was like I used to be damaged goods. You know what I mean? And and I can admit my truth to that, but but the, the thing of the matter is. With God's help, with God's assistance, and me just finally just admitting the truth about a lot of different things and recognize a lot of different things about some things, I, I recognize and realize, okay, listen, God, you're not, you're not trying to restrict me. You're not trying to confine me. You're trying to save me. You want to heal me. You want to grow me. You want to deliver me. You love me enough that 
you want to work on me. You want you you love me enough and you love me so much that you want the best version of me. That's all it is. He didn't, I wasn't created to be an alcoholic. Did I used to be one? Yes, yes. But I wasn't created to be one. That's right. That's right. But I gravitated to that when I was going through what I was going through in my life. It was a vice. It wasn't right. the right vice, right. but it was a vice. Right. And can you become that now if situations occur that cause you to go that way? Yes, you can, but you choose not to. You choose to up a bottle to make me feel better I, right. I could just go to my place of worship That's i could right. i could just call i could say jesus and phew, feel better in a minute like you know because right. it's a reminder for me right. and i'm just like i he brought me too far for me to even go back to that i refuse like like that's one script that's one thing in the scripture that sticks to me like i refuse to be a dog to go back to my own vomit yeah, i won't yeah. do that yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Vomit is repulsive. I'm yeah. not, that's repulsing. That's disgusting to sit there. And eat. I'm not eating that. Right. right. It's like you, you, you sat there, just threw up, you ate a whole meal, just regurgitated it all back up and you're going to re-eat it. Come back to it. Yeah. Ew. But don't we do that? But don't we do, we do that? We do we that. We let go of a situation and then we go right back to it. To Absolutely. It. And wonder that's, why. That's why I put things like that so smelling. you can visually see it. Yes. You just ate a whole meal, a whole Thanksgiving dinner where everything was good when it went down. Macaroni and cheese was cheesy, had extra flavor. The yams was on point. They was sugar-coated, honey, yum-yum good. Cornbread tastes like pound cake. Yeah. Everything was the bomb when it was going down, okay? All right? It was like you, every flavor, everything, you tasted it. But then when it came back up, it tasted sour. It tasted right. bitter. It tasted, it was everything. You, you, all you want to do is just brush your teeth and rinse your mouth out with the ring. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So why would I put a fork in that, pick it back up, mm. and eat that sour, disgusting, bile-filled morsel? Mm. Ain't, that's disgusting. Mm. I don't want that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But when I put the visualization to, into it, you're like, oh, that's gross. I don't want that. Exactly. You don't want that. Right. So why go back to it? That's don't right. go back to that you know what I'm saying right. because you know in a natural if I present it to that you be ready to fight like what is this in my plate what is this <laughs> I've been collecting it for you go on eat what mm. you mean how you gonna invite me over to dinner and give me vomit it's yours right you eat it any other time why you don't want to eat it now because mm. I don't want that you know what I'm you, 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 my thing is like because you think about that you that's how I look at things and that's how my mind works if I invite you to a nice dinner you get all dressed up every guy I got place cards nice china nice crystal everything on Saturday you like oh we about to eat it's all pretty up in here everything is decorative oh this is nice yeah. this is nice this is beautiful like oh we all dressed up this is you all excited about it and then the lids come off the plate everything is served you know you got people serving you servers white gloves on whole thing everything is to the tea and yeah. then they take the lid off your plate what the nonsense <laughs> like what the this is some buffoonery this is yeah you you feel lied to yeah yes you do you feel deceived that's right disappointed i didn't deceive you because i never told you what i was serving you wow. you just assumed right that i was gonna give you something good because it was all dressed up nice Exactly. And that's what we do when we get into relationships. It was dressed up nice. Mm. So you assumed it was good, right. but it's bad. Yeah. It's, it's verbally abusive. Right. It's physically abusive. It's mentally abusive. Toxic to the core. Exactly. But it's dressed well. Right. You just assumed it was good because it looked well. Right. It was presented well. 
Mm-hmm. But it, it don't mean you're no good. Right. You ain't getting no nutrients from that. So my thing is like, so let's stop partaking of the things that's no good. You don't want that. And my thing is like, that's like, you know what I'm saying? That's the same thing I said. Like, we sitting here, you, you, you know, this person, that person, this person, that person, you sexually active all different people. And I tell people, people like, oh, I don't make it's no big deal, it's no big deal, it's transfer the spirit, transfer the spirit. And I and this is how I use the visualization to people. I tell people, like, okay, I'm gonna take this fresh piece of gum. And I done ate. I done had me some onions, some garlic, some everything else. And I'm going to chew this fresh piece of gum up. Everything that was in my mouth is all kinds of debris, popcorn, everything. And so now I'm going to chew on this gum and I'm going to tear it up. I'm going to chew it all up. Everything. Now, after this, I'm going to take it off and say, here, your turn. Now you chew it. So now my thing is now you chewing on that same piece of nasty gum for my bad breath. My, my All the food was stuck in my teeth. Now, whatever's in your mouth, your germs, your saliva, your spit, all the different things you done ate all day, all week is up in there. And you done sat there and you done ate on it. And now you shared it with the next person. We're transferring nonsense. We're transferring nasty mess, but that's what we choose. And when you get somebody that visualization, they be like, I don't want that nasty chewing gum. Exactly. That's nasty. It is. When you hear it that way, it's nasty. But sometimes you got to give somebody the visible, you know, the visual. No, no, I get it. But why they don't want that? Yeah, that's nasty. Why is not good for you? Yeah. Why you don't need to keep having all these sexual partners? Why you can't find peace in sex? That man already heavy. Girl, don't you don't want that transfer? You already got 10 demons on you or you got heaviness already on you. And everything is not, don't get me wrong, everything is not a demon. But when you're constantly doing that, you're you're transferring spirits and you're marrying all these different people in the spiritual realm. You got 511 husbands. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so my thing is like, I don't need all these different forms of DNA in my body. So it was like, okay, I'm gonna make a choice. I'm, I don't want to live that way no more. So I'm gonna make a difference. Now, when I didn't know, I didn't know. But now that I know I'm accountable. So now is what, what am I going to do with what I've learned? That's so right. my thing is like, when I tell somebody something, I don't tell you something because I want you to feel like I want you to stop having fun. I want you to live a better life. Right. I don't yeah. longer want you to take on the things that mean you any hurt, harm, that's, or danger. That's right. You don't. You no longer want them to be entangled in exactly. things that they don't need to be entangled exactly. in. Because yeah. it's hard to get untangled when you're mixed up in a whole bunch of a mess. Absolutely. Your emotions in general, especially for women, your, your emotions, regardless of how independent or whatever it is, when you, per, I can only talk about myself. When I get involved, not even in, in sexual relationships with um with someone, but in a re- in a, a relationship with someone, my emotions are involved in that. Yeah. And to untangle those emotions after it has ended, it takes a while. And then if you yeah. don't take the time to heal yourself and you just jump right into another relationship or into another friendship or into another situationship or whatever it is, you're just tangling up more. You're intertwining those things like you, you know. And you're never becoming free. You know, and you you haven't dealt with your emotions. You become emotionally unstable. Unstable because you're all you know what I'm saying like, I don't want to be unstable. Like, it's like, I want steadiness. Yeah. I want, I want some structure. I want peace. I don't want chaos. So it's like, okay. So it's like, you know, you make a choice and you know, I made a better choice for me because I know where I came from. I know what I've been through and I know I saw the choices that I made and it's like, I don't want to do that no more. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't want that no more. It don't, it don't, it don't work for me like that no more. It don't, it don't, it don't do me any good to sit there and to, 
drink myself into a stupor. It don't change the fact that there's still problems. Mm. It don't change the fact that I still have hurt. Drinking away is drinking my sorrows away is not going to help me. Not only make you bitter in the morning, trust me. Exactly. You <laughs> wake up with a hangover, sour <laughs> gut. In the you know what I mean? You know what I mean? You you sitting there throwing up, you acting out of character, you talking out the side of your neck, you just talking about looking like, would you please shut up? You just talking, or you sitting there telling your truth that you don't never tell no other time, you telling all your business. You be like, just you know what? You know what? You don't need to drink. You just want the people, or you become violent and you want to fight everybody in the room. Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, you better. You know like, it don't it don't do you no good to oh, do it. So my no. thing is like, you know, you gotta battle those different things that come up against you. You gotta battle those different things. You gotta yeah. battle those feelings and and get to a place of no longer do I want to be unstable. Yeah. No longer do I want to be unstable. You know, and people always want they everybody looking for financial stability. Right. What about right. mental? Stability? Mental, emotional. Yeah. yeah, emotional stability. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's the spiritual stability. That's that's important. Mm -hmm. That's you know what I'm saying is more important. And then you wonder why you're walking around here unbalanced. You know, walking to the side like you need a V8, like because you unbalanced. <laughs> like it's just like, come on, like come on, we got to get a spiritual alignment because you yeah. all to here. Like something's not right. Yeah. Something's not right, and we need that. But it's like, but it's, but at the point, the first thing is, is admitting it, admitting the truth. Mm -hmm. It's like when you go to those different twelve-step programs, the first thing you do is admit it. You got to, you have to, you have to be vocal. That's why the first step is that because you have to come to a point of where you're honest with yourself and say, yes. "This is who I am. This is what I am doing at this moment." And I can this is what I'm battling. This. this is what yes. I, yes. Yeah. I'm only saying this because literally God just, just literally brought me through this. This is what I'm battling. This is who they say I am. This is who I think I am. God, who am I? Who is Tyria? And he really showed me. He really yeah. showed me. And I'm, I'm, I'm so thankful the other day I said, I'm happy with me. This is me. I, of course, I still have work to do. I'm not perfect. Absolutely. You understand? But this is who I am. And yeah. I'm happy to show up as this person authentically every single day. And I've been showing up as this person, healing, growing, helping, encouraging, empathetic, introverted. You understand what I'm saying? Self-starter, powerhouse. This is who I am. And I'm going to walk in that. And I'm going to continue to do what God has asked me to do. Absolutely. No, no questions asked. Of course, I'm going to ask questions, but you understand what I'm saying. I'm not going to be like, well, God, you know, if this is you, then turn that blanket wet. All right, God. Well, then if this is you, then turn that blanket dry. You know exactly. what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm not gonna go to that extreme because I I have I built a trust with God and I built a rapport with God. And I know that He is always going to be there for me and He's always going to um take care of my needs um and give me some of my wants, especially if they align with with his will for me but I also trust myself and I also have gotten to the point of where my decisions that I make I know are aligned with God I know I'm not gonna make no crazy decision and if I'm about to make a crazy decision I know I hear that still small voice like ah, I don't think you should do that you know what I mean or I get that feeling inside where it's just like mm, that don't feel right you know what I mean mm -hmm. so I'm gonna I'm gonna trust that and I'm gonna go to toward that and I'm yeah. gonna be myself authentically and it starts with 
acknowledging where you are at that moment. At yeah. this very moment, where are you? Yeah. At this time and place, what are you battling? What are you dealing with? Why are you doing that? You know what I mean? There were times in my life where I would pacify with alcohol. Like we were just talking about alcohol. I was pacified with alcohol. Wake up in the morning all mean, bitter, disgusted, take the whole day to, to get myself together, then go back, you know, finish my day out and then go back and have another drink at night. Real being like, oh, this is the only thing that makes me feel better. Yeah, because you're hungover. So you they got then you got to drink alcohol in order to, to help the the hangover in order to make yourself feel better instead of just I listen, all I can say is from this conversation today is self-care is very important. And like you said, self-care is more than facials and manicures and pedicures and massages. Self-care is actually sitting sitting down and and looking at yourself in the mirror, the man in the mirror, and being honest with that person about what you're dealing with at that moment. And if that's you, what I did. Yeah. That's what I did. Yeah, me too, sir. And then I and I looked in the mirror and I said, I said, Andrea, I forgive you. Yes. I, 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 I love you. Me, yes. Yeah, Andrea, I forgive you for your choices. I forgive you for your waiting. I forgive you for your procrastination. I forgive you for your fear. I forgive you for your worry. I forgive you for the holdup. I, I forgive you for not, for not knowing and understanding. I forgive you for, you know, for, 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 for suffering. And suffering. I forgive you. You know what I'm saying? I love you. And, you know, and, and I had to talk to myself like that. And when I did that, I cried, mm. but I needed to hear myself say it. Course, I needed to let myself know that I was okay. And it's just like, you know, I like the person that I am. Now, I didn't used to like myself. Mm -hmm. I like who I am. I'm loving who God has made me into. Mm -hmm. Like, I love the, 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 the confidence that's in me when I talk about him. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? But it, it took a buildup because I was not, never a confident person. Yeah. But it took, took God being in me to give me that confidence that I needed. Mm -hmm. And, 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 you know what I'm saying? It's, it took that thing to, to grow me into a different person because I did, I did not like myself. Um, I, I used to be ashamed of myself. Like it was, it was a lot of different things. And, and, but, but then, but now the place that I'm in, I'm like, God, you brought me a mighty long way. I look at that from where I was to who I am now. And that person who I was back then could, would have never saw who I am now. I would have never thought that I could be confident. I would have never thought that I could help anybody else through something by sharing my different stories and my different trials and tribulations, or just talking about the goodness of God. I would have never thought, you know, that God would have done something with my, you know, my honesty or me being genuine or me being loving and kind. And, and you know, the craziest thing is after all the hurt that I've been, been through and all the heartbreaks, you know, and I don't mean just in relationships with men, I mean, family, friends, all the different heartaches and heartbreaks. The fact of the matter that I can still have a genuine love oh, yeah. for people and just have, like, I'm so thankful that I didn't lose that. Oh, yeah. I'm so thankful. Like if anything, them trying to break me made me love even stronger. Boom. 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 You know what I'm saying? That's yes, it. I, I do. Because yeah. the simple fact that you tried to break me tells me that the what's on my path is really, really awesome. Yeah. And I'm going to strive toward that. You just made me. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. You didn't break me or you broke me to make me. You broke yes. that off of me. Yeah. You put some cracks in me. Yeah. You put some cracks in me, but you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you know. God no. healed that. 
That's why I love that potter on the, you know, with clay on the potter's wheel. Yeah. Because when they're molding that, you've seen, what is that? Is it ghosts where they're doing the whole- Yes, and they're molding and everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? It moves, it, it, it comes out of shape or whatever, but that, but God's hands are right on it and he's just molding it back together. Oh, it cracked mm-hmm. a little bit. Let me just spin it around a little bit and mold mm-hmm. it back up. Let me just- yeah. Late in the midnight hour, turn it around for it and watch that crack just heal up. That's what I'm saying. You you broke something off of me. You broke mm-hmm. something that I didn't need anymore off of me so that now I can um, excel and go to the next level without yeah. that pain, without that trigger, without yeah. that that part of my low self-esteem being triggered by what, what you have done. Because when it shows up again, yeah. I can see it and I can battle it and I can be stronger and I can counteract it and I can pray against it and you you understand what I'm saying and I can lift myself up because I'm like oh I see what yeah. you're trying to do that's cool but what we're not going to do today <laughs> is allow yeah. that yeah to control my thought process and my life for longer than the few seconds that you're in front of me because once you walk yeah. away I'm done and then on top of that exactly you have to let it go let them go don't hold people hostage. You, you, you know what I mean? Like my thing is like, if somebody has wronged you or hurt you or done something to you, you holding them hostage will mess you up in your life because I'm just going to be like, you know, um, just another transparent moment. You know me and my transparency. I remember like my first love when I was young and like this, this young man, like I really just like was like head over heels in love with him. And I was young. But I knew like it was just like to me, like it was a love, it was love, like that and stuff like that. And when he really, really, really hurt me and broke my heart. And my thing is like I didn't recognize and realize for years, for years from a kid through years, I carried that. I carried that. And I was holding this this young man hostage because at the time he was a young man, but now he's a grown man. I don't know him, have not seen him in umpteen years. But for years I was holding him hostage because of the heartbreak that he created in me. And I was holding that. So therefore it was like, so it set me up in a bad way for other relationships. You know what I mean? So it's just, I remember one day and like, and I didn't get the understanding of it until one day God had to show it to me. And I was like, oh my God. And I remember saying his name and I was like, I release you in the name of Jesus. I no longer hold you hostage. You know, I'm like, I, I, I'm letting you loose for my freedom. I'm letting you loose for my healing. I'm letting you loose so I can really receive what I'm supposed to have and get a better understanding of what it is and not see everything as that because, because of that. And, it, and once I did that, it changed. It just gave me a better outlook on relationships. It gave me a better understanding of different things. And it made me recognize some things, but I didn't realize I was carrying that particular thing for so long is people don't understand that some things can really affect you in such a way and you will carry it but we carry people and they control us they control how we act they can you know like because of that hurt it's it, like it had a control over me to not to not go for so far to not fully trust now i still loved but you know what i'm saying and i and it was like i always would connect to the wrong people the same type of thing and it would just bring the same type of hurt I'll let that thing go yeah, so well, you gotta let it I go. had to let it go and no longer 
hold it hostage and no longer have that mentality. It's just like if you a woman that was, you know, being 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 abused or controlled by somebody and y'all no longer together, you finally break free, but they still have this control over you. That's because you're not free from it. So that means you got to forgive the person that was abusing you. Not because you think, oh, oh, he getting a free pass or she getting a free pass because it can go either way in a relationship. It could be the man or the woman that's the abuser. But my thing is like, you're not giving them a free pass. You're forgiving them so that control that they had over you, that power is no longer on you. And now you can really be free and be like, okay, I can do this. I can eat this. Now, when I was with you, you always tell me I couldn't. Now I'm going to eat it. And I'm, you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be who I'm supposed to be and not what you try to control me to be and not what you try to mold me and make me out to be. Because that things people give you in a relationship and you'll be yourself, your genuine self. And next thing you know, they're trying to transform you into something else. Instead of you continue to be in yourself, you, you, you become what they want because they have this control over you. Mm -hmm. And then you don't know who you are anymore, but you can't let people do that. So like, okay, you know what? I'm going to break this thing, but I'm no longer going to carry this thing. You can't, you, I don't, you're not even here. I shouldn't hear your voice anymore. Tell me that I can't. When God says I can't. While they may not be around you physically anymore, you will still hear them up here in your head. Until yes. You let them go. And that's the process. Let them go. For your own freedom, for your yeah. own peace. Let them yeah. go. That's a process because you got to realize, you got to realize and recognize it so that you can, um, so that you can, um, uh, combat it so that you can come against it because there's times where i'm just like why am i even thinking that thought i'm like oh gotta let it go and even you mm -hmm. said it when we had a conversation before she just you said you, you said to me that's that's because you didn't really let it go fully i didn't think mm -hmm. about that thing at first i was like yes i did but then <laughs> i was like yes i did you gotta tell me i i, I know exactly you're like no you ain't gonna tell me i let it go i know i did I know like, i let it go but then i didn't and then I was like, wait, wait, God, I didn't let it go. But why? And I was like, you know what? I come against that. You're not going to hold me hostage in that yeah. thought, in that unsober thought. You're not going to hold me. That thought is not going to hold me hostage anymore. And I worked hard. And I don't even remember. I just kept saying no. Anytime the thought came up, nope, not today. Yeah. yeah. And I, I thought about something it. positive. It. it will come again. Nope not today and then i will yeah. pray for that person you understand yeah. that's really what it was when i started praying for that person and that's i, I learned that change yes it because my thing is not only are you you're, you're letting them go holding them houses you're also holding your own self captive exactly because of the fact of the matter you're not allowing yourself to grow or heal that's right. So you're holding yourself captive in that place where you were hurt. You are holding yourself captive in that place where you were abused. You're holding yourself captive in that place because you think you not you don't deserve to go further than that. Right. No, 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 no. You deserve to be free. You deserve to be healed. So my thing is you forgive them and you and you let it go before yourself so you can get the freedom you need, so you can get the peace you need, so your mind can, can, can have something different. Like my thing is your trajectory has changed. You're, let your mind be transformed and renewed. Why is your mind trans being, why is it important to have your mind transformed and renewed? So you don't live in the yesterday. Yeah. So you don't live in the fear. You don't live in the, in the abuse. You live in a new place because you've been transformed. You're not what, what they said you are. You were God called you to be. You know what I mean? And, and that's why it's so important to really allow God to help you through your identity crisis. It's really important because you know, not only you, you're already battling with yourself and then you're already trying to figure out who you are, then you got other people telling you who you are. 
Yeah. Or, you know, are making you who they want you to be. So now you're dealing with a major identity crisis because you don't know who you are, what you were supposed to be doing, who you're supposed to be, where you're supposed to be, because you're doing everything and being everywhere else. Everybody's what everybody else is telling you you're supposed to be. You're following everybody else's direction. You're even following your own direction, but you're not following God's. And that's why you scatterbrain. That's why you scatterbrain. That's why you're all over the place. That's why you're battling so many different things. That's why, you know, your mind is constantly racing or going because you're dealing with a lot of mental abuse and you're not, you're not dealing with your mental health issues. You're not dealing with your, your, your physical issues. You're not dealing with your emotional issues. You're not dealing with that, those things that are lingering, you know, like get the, like lift up the rug and sweep the dirt from under the rug. Stop sweeping it under the rug. Get yeah. it out. Yeah, get yeah. your dust bust out and suck up all of it. You, know, of you know what I'm saying? Don't leave not one cram, not one kernel. Get it all out. The broom ain't enough. It keep leaving stuff behind. Go get the vacuum. Yeah. And then you know, know that one, you do it one time, you got to go back and do it again. Yes, exactly. Because you got, because my thing is like stuff still lingering. So my thing is like, okay, uh -huh. the broom got some of it, but there's still some dirt there. So let me go get this right here and suck it up. And after I suck it up, let me go get the mop and now let me let me mop it up with some hot, soapy, bleachy water. Now make sure it's really clean. Like you know what I'm saying? I'm about to sterilize this thing. <laughs> and 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 that's what it's about. You you gotta clean it. Clean it. Like don't don't leave it there no more. Stop sweeping it under the rug. Sweep it from under the rug. Vacuum it from under the rug. Mop it from under the rug. But don't let it sit under the rug no more because it just becomes a big pile, a big a big heap. And then you're carrying that on your back, and and then you're weighed down. Besides your natural weight, now you got all this extra spiritual weight weighing you down. Yeah. yeah. And that's why you feel so heavy because you're spiritually bloated. You're not just naturally bloated. You're spiritually bloated. Yeah. So my thing is like, that's why you don't fit in nothing because you bloat it. So it's just like, okay, let's let's do something about this. But our natural bloating, we, we take like water pills, we'll do anything to make the swelling go down, to make it come down to where it's supposed to be, to that normalness, because we want to see something normal. Okay, so let's spiritually do something to get rid of this, this spiritual bloating. What are we going to do? Let's take that spiritual diuretic. You know, say let's take that spiritual thing that we need. Let's partake of that. that let, let's do that that right there, and so you can be free from that. So that that thing that's trying to go like this and grow in you and and make you big and expand that doesn't supposed to grow. That's like bringing you discomfort because bloatation gives you discomfort. When you bloat it, you hurt. It yeah. hurts. It's aggravating. You feel uncomfortable. You don't feel right. You feel like things are tight. You feel like you hurting. There's another. Okay, so let's do something about that. And, and that's what it is, but we gotta wanna do something about it. We have to want, we have to make up our mind to wanna be like, I, you know what, I, I wanna be more, I want, I want what God, God wants to add to me. I want who God wants me to be. I, I want the self-care. I want the true self-care. I don't just want the natural part. It's nice. It's nice to have a facial. It's nice to get a massage. You know what I mean? Sometimes you want to just get a release in your body. It's nice to go just sit there and get a mani-pedi and let somebody rub your feet. Those things are beautiful. You know, it's nice to go get your hair washed and just let them like, you know, really scrub. you like, oh, that feels so good on my scalp. You know, you know, it's just like giving you a break and you're just like, ah, oh, but it's also even better when you can do those same things spiritually. Yes, it's so important. It's so important. Just let's get an internal massage. Let's get an internal facial. Let's, you know, and it's just like, well, that feels great. You know what I mean? And and it's so important. You need those things. It's the self-care is so important in your in your walk of life. Because things are gonna come up against you. 
There are going to be problems. There are going to be trials. There are going to be tribulations. You know, it's, it's going to be some struggles in your life, but it's how you choose to handle them. Do I handle them in a love? Do I handle them where I breathe them? Do I handle them in a self-care manner? Or do I handle it in the same old chaotic, worrisome, anxious feeling, um, angry manner? And you know those things don't never get you nowhere, but more angry, make you more heavy, make you more sad. It just makes you more in the negative and not in a positive way. So why, why take on a more negative? That's true. So, you know, it's, it's just so important. Just like take the time to, to get your mind right. Take the time to allow yourself to heal from the things that have hurt you. You know, admit that you're hurting. That's the important thing. Admit that you hurt. Admit that you're, 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 you're angry. Admit that you're, you know, that you're, you're depressed. Put a name to that thing that you've been carrying so you can identify it and get rid of it and eradicate it. You know what I'm saying? Let's identify it, locate it, and eradicate it. Why? Because I identified it. Let's no longer say, oh, let's not, let's not say that's what it is. That's what it is. I need it off me. Yeah. Amen. So it's important. You know what I'm saying? Self-care is admittance. Admittance is very important in self-care. Forgiveness is important in self-care. You know, my thing is like, we have to learn that, okay, this is your daily life. You yeah. a mother. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the reality of the situation. Yeah. You just got to learn how to incorporate yeah. who you are and what you do in a daily life and, and the things that God is doing, because they, your babies are always going to be there. Oh, yeah. And my thing is like, and people have to be understanding of that. And you got to have to learn how to work with that because they're not going to always want to go to sleep. They're not going to always want to sit down and be quiet. No, they want to see what you're doing. They want to be busy. They want to be loud. They want to be rambunctious. It's all those different things. That's what children do. You know, they want to be inquisitive. It's, you know what I'm saying? So my thing is like, okay, God, how are we going to incorporate this? Well, let her say what she got to say. Even if it's, hey, <laughs> she said her piece. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's important. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's another mother knowing, like, listen, okay, this is another mother who's doing it. And, and she's still making it work. So if she can make it work, I can make it work. There it is. And that's, that's the importance of it. So my thing is like, even in this, that's, that's, that's still a testament. That's still something to teach somebody something. Listen, your baby's going to always be your babies. I don't care how old they are. I got 26-year-old babies. I got 28-year-old babies. I got 30-year-old babies, 34 and 32-year-old babies. Like, you know what I mean? I have babies of different ages, but at the end of the day, these are my babies. They grown, but they still my babies. You know, so they always going to be in your life. They always going. So my thing is like, okay, let my let me see how it all works together, and that's it. You know that that's another part of your balance, girl. Another part of your balance. <laughs> I love I love how he's showing me how to balance things and how to make make it so that it's not so overwhelming. You know what I mean? Yes, like, they're more overwhelming than others, but I would yeah. much rather more steady weeks than yes. and that that does come into play as to how you prepare your day how you start your day what you put in your day you know mm -hmm. what i mean um and how you end your night it, it really really plays a lot into it so i you know i'm i'm thankful for that balance and i tell a lot of people i'm about wellness and balance and if it ain't yeah. me well or helping me with my balance then it ain't for tyria because i'm not trying to be an emotional roller coaster anymore i'm not trying to go up and down and left and right and be in chaos and not know if i'm coming or if i'm going and lost i am good yeah knowing that if i just follow the plan all things will work together 
that's that's it right there. That's the key right there. Follow the plan. All things will work together. And even if I don't do any of those, all things still are going to work together. That's it. So you're good. That's it. That's and that's that's it right there. Child of God, that's it. You believe the promise. I believe the promise. And it's not an okie doke for me. You understand? Because I've witnessed God change my life. Yes. It it wasn't in my own power. (laughs) A lot of things I didn't want to do. But I witnessed God. (laughs) You better say that, girl. Because listen. Miraculously in my life. And Mm -hmm. that's why I will forever forever claim to be a disciple of christ to be it's so ingrained inside of me that it's not a um um it's not an option for me my love for god is a part of who i am like you know what i'm saying like it's it's part of my daily life like god is a part of me yes and that's just and i am him boom yes and that's it because it's like and when you when you get to that place and and you no longer fight it and you just receive it it just, it just, it makes you feel a whole different thing. You feel a, a totally different way. You feel like you just like, sometimes when you talk about it, you get tingly inside because it just, it feels so good because you know where God brought you from. You know that everything about your life and where you are right now, it was nobody but God. Not nothing you did, not nothing you, you know what I'm saying? The way you wanted it to be, it was no body but god you allow god to be god you allow god to do his thing you you trust in his promise you allow god to grow your faith from a mustard seed and you allow it to grow bigger than that you allow god to heal you got you allow god to deliver you allow god to restore you allow god in and by doing that you can't help but just like listen listen i'm gonna rock with god until i die and even if i die i'm still gonna rock with him in the kingdom that's just it that's it. I don't want to rock with nobody else. I don't want to rock with nobody else because he's been rocking with me since before I got here. He's been consistent. When nobody else was consistent, he was consistent. When nobody else loved me, he loved me. When nobody else saw me, he saw me. When nobody else heard me, he heard me. You know what I mean? That's it. Like when nobody else became to my rescue, he came to my rescue. I'm gonna rock with him until I can't rock with him no more. And I, I could never imagine myself not rocking with him. I just can't. That's just me. You know what I'm saying? So he's a part of who I am. And my thing is, and if you can't handle that, then I'm not the person for you. You know what I mean? Then I'm not the person you want to be around because I can laugh and joke with you. I'll chuck it up with you and all like that. But when, listen, but even in that, you, you, you'll feel the presence of God. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just what it is. That's how it is. Even in my talking to you, I could talk real with you. But in my talking real with you, you're going to hear God in that's right all day because everything that i that the wisdom that i have is from god the advice that i give is not my advice it's from the holy spirit i'm not going to tell you nothing of me because i might jack you up so before i speak to you i'm gonna go to god seek his counsel Mm -hmm. and then find out how he want me to do this Mm -hmm. what you want me to say and i'm gonna do that word i'm gonna be your messenger and that's it so i'm gonna rock with him till i can't no more he is my self-care Yes, 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 yes. That's it. God is my self-care. That's 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 it. Amen. That's 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 the element. That's the key to my self-care. Amen. That's the key to everything about who I am and what I am is God. I put him first and everything else falls in place. You've been listening to Fridays with Ty on Shift the Narrative podcast. 
Listen, I pray one day you'll see the need to shift the narrative in your mind. Not for anyone else, but for yourself. Because you are worth it. I am thankful and grateful for each and every one of you that has joined us today and every day. As always, I'm your host and fellow freedom fighter, Tyria. We will see you again. And thanks for listening to Fridays with Ty on Shift the Narrative podcast. Be free, y'all. Be free.